Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to CORE, episode 223. It is Wednesday, June 10th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, and John Jagger are joining me. We're here to talk about video games. We are precisely precisely one day ahead of the Sony reveal of the actual PlayStation 5 hardware and hopefully a bunch of other stuff. No stage, no audience, some kind of weird video-only thing. We don't know what the uh, presentation looks like yet. But the good news is John and I... Like E3s of the past, we'll be covering whatever that weirdness is tomorrow live at 1 p.m. So if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, I want to be there for that, 1 p.m. Uh, that Pacific time, 2 p.m. Mountain time, where I am, right here at frogpants.tv. We'll also put it up on YouTube. And, of course, next week, talk all about whatever the heck they talked about. Uh, but check that out tomorrow. That would be great. We'd have Bo there, except he works for a living uh at the moment i mean so would john but things are weird right now so we're taking advantage of a little don's got a little time off and uh for reasons a little time off we don't know how long it's gonna go it could go for a little while it could go for a long while who knows yeah we'll you know say it's not meant it's not intentional time off he didn't choose to have the time off but time off nonetheless so we're gonna use it for that it'll be fun and we'll find out what's going on with sony tomorrow so check back in then Let's do this. Speaking of video games, Electronic Arts. Wait, I'm on the wrong tab. Is this the right tab? Yeah, 223. Electronic Arts are back on Steam. Not entirely, (laughs) though. Not entirely. Uh, They're not their whole catalog. Like, I don't think I can go play, uh, what was that game we all were disappointed in? Uh, Anthem. Like, there's no Anthem on Steam yet. <laughs> no, they didn't bring Anthem over, oddly enough. They, were, <laughs> they weren't like, man, this will finally fill out the numbers for Anthem. Well, they didn't. They uh, also didn't I include. Mean, I wouldn't even just want it to get review bombed. Yeah. Oh, it'd be really bad. Literally, kidding? that's all it would be would just be troll fodder. It's already bad. It's already a bunch of that anyway with, like, um, uh-huh. the game that John and I just picked up again. Uh, uh what's it called crash out or crash out burnout paradise that's the word Burnout paradise yep and i still can't launch it i crash at the uh at the intro mov thing and um there's a whole bunch of forum threads about it and ea has said nothing so far and apparently this was a problem on origin as well so i don't know if they care that much but i can't play the game at all we'll get we'll talk about that later because john did play um and we'll try to figure out why his setup's different than mine because I should have been able to play it and I didn't. It just well, didn't sort work. of. I mean, I guess I can spoil this story. I did get the uh, 
the remake, whatever the remaster, the up res, the new one. Yeah. Uh, I did get it. I haven't played it on Steam yet. Oh, okay. I have played it before on Origin, and I actually played the old one like two days before they added it. Um, and I was like, man, I love Burnout Paradise. I could sure go for that. And then we saw it on there for five bucks, and we were like, five bucks for Burnout Paradise. What a steal. And it turns out uh, maybe it's not a great investment because uh, apparently you can't get it to launch. And apparently you still need Origin to play it. Yeah, so you need Origin to play it. It's a little like you play mm-hmm. that way. It just sort of runs in the background sort of thing. But it's fine. I don't care about that as much as just actually being able to play it. And it just won't launch. You get It's a common problem, too. You get to the intro movie with DJ Automaton or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. And he's going, all right, we're the baby, baby. and he starts talking, and you get the whole video showing the city and all the kind of prefab of what you're going to do in the game. It takes a good, I don't know, it's like 30 or 40 seconds of intro. You can't skip. And then you get to the end of it, and as soon as it ends and it fades out, crash the desktop every time. And I thought, why is that happening to me? I look it up, happening to everybody. And some people say, oh, disable uh, second monitors or webcams. or the, It's like some kind of hardware thing. Um, so I haven't tried any of that yet, but we'll see. But the point is, I was going to say that's about the time they turn on your webcam to take your picture. So I wonder if it has anything to do with that. Oh, you know what? I think you're probably right. Cause why else would it do that? You're right. It does do that. Cause back when that thing was new on the 360 and the PlayStation three, that's when it would say, Oh, I see you have a 360 camera or whatever. What was the PlayStation? I we're ready to take your photo. And that's exactly the place because you make your little license and everything. But I'm going to call that bad programming. I'm going to say, EA, that's bad. You should not have that problem. That should not crash for people. So fix it so I can play your damn game. Anyway, EA's back. A bunch of their games are up there. The other stuff you don't see up there, we mentioned Anthem, but you're not going to see things like uh, Battlefield or Battlefront, uh, which are successful franchises on Origin. And certainly, well, I shouldn't say certainly, not yet. I don't see any hide nor hair of Apex Legends, which one would think would end up over there at some point. So I don't know what their plan is. This is all old stuff right now. And um, Yeah, we know there's going to be some level of rollout to it. So they are bringing their subscription service over to Steam as well, where there will be certain perks and things like that that will apply over on the Steam side as well. That's been a little bit vague, but it hasn't been launched yet. So... It definitely seems like they're dipping their toe in and kind of mending that relationship. I hope it's successful because, honestly, the part I like least about Origin is using Origin. So if I could get those games on Steam, I'd I'd be happy to. I'd probably play a lot more EA games, honestly. I probably would, too. I've hardly played any. It feels like they're relenting. This is finally a moment where they're like, all right, we tried, and we tried for a long time. They were the first Steam challenger, right, back in the time? Mm Mm-hmm. So they were the ones to say, hey, we don't think Steam should get all the fun. We're going to go make our own. And and they've never really been able to get out of the basement on that thing. It's just you you would have reasons to go there sometimes. Like, well, I can only get Apex Legends over there, so I'm going to have to install it. Or it's the only way I get this cool Star Wars game, so i got to install it. Um, and I would even argue that they're, we've talked about on the show before, but their subscription stuff's pretty valuable if you look at the actual content. It's just that launcher sucks. It's just a poopy bag of poopy poop. Everyone complains about the Epic one, but I'll take the Epic one over that any day. It's just easier to use. Oh, yeah. So, we tried to do, when we were playing Battlefront 2, we tried to do voice chat over that. 
And we ended up having to come up with a solution where we just turned the volume down on people all the way because there was no quick and easy access to a mute option for people. Like yeah. it's weird. There's weird stuff that just exists in there that you're you're like, they didn't figure this out. This yeah. been around for a long time. This is how you know when your launcher's bad, when people fire up the Battle.net launcher to use voiceover for it in your EA games over on Origin. Like that happened yeah. a few times with me. So, Bo, what do you think about all this? You ready to dive back into the back catalog and get all your get your EA on? Which won't be confusing at all in, a, in an environment on Steam where there's also another EA, which is early access that everyone uses as an acronym. That'll be fun. Let's get that going again. But what do you think? How do you how do you feel? You want to play those games again? Uh, I mean, I haven't thought about it at all. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel nothing basically. Yeah, don't care. Just a, just a, <laughs> kind of don't care if that makes sense. Sure. What would drive you? Sorry. I mean, you played Apex, and we've talked about maybe getting in there again sometime just to see how things are going. No, I'm pretty much done with it. Done. I, think. I have to be realistic about the amount of time I spend in games and with great new games like Deep Space Galactic Deep and Rock. others. Yeah. It's just, oh, oop. Deep Rock Galactic. <laughs> <laughs> with games like Deep Rock Galactic, I don't really, I don't, I'm just not thinking about them. I'm not thinking about a lot of other games right now because that game, I mean, I'm, I have like, good at meat and potatoes i'm playing divinity 2 and the other one and i'm i'm really haven't given much thought to anything else yeah yeah i i i just think it's i don't know just interesting to see them throw the towel in a little bit doesn't mean origins going away obviously the launcher still has to sort of be there for some of these games to play um but yeah the money is where the money is so what are you doing like get over here where the money is that makes sense like you're starting to even starting to see some of this like you know, they get the early money from, from Epic to do their stuff over there, but like fact uh what's the factory one? Not Factorio. Satisfactory. Satisfactory, which launched exclusively in early access on Epic and still is in early access. There are a few ap- updates in, but it's still early access, is now finally available on Steam. So they're out of that window of exclusivity. I hope what that gave them was I don't know what that gave them. I guess it gave them money. They got money from Epic to do that, right? Because yeah. what they didn't get is large a large audience, which they're now going to get because they're on Steam, where the audience just is. And so, I don't know. We're going to start seeing some of that stuff pan out. But I feel like I feel like um, Steam just like holding the line a little bit was actually in their favor because they didn't mm-hmm. need to do much, change much. Epic's freaking out over here. Everybody else doing their thing over here, and and Steam's just like just straight ahead. We're fine. Yeah. Like that, 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 um, this thing that they have going at, over at Epic, like that's not is like maybe it is sustainable, it just doesn't seem like a sustainable plan to me. And it's not that they're giving away money because I know they make money other ways, they can they could they could do this for decades, get free game a week, yeah, it's a pretty awesome one. Yeah. It's just at a certain point, you know, let's say it's your birthday and you're like your kid, you're like, I want a Nintendo, I want a Nintendo, I want a Nintendo. And boom, your birthday comes and you get a Nintendo and you're like, you guys are the best. <laughs> and let's say you're like, wow, our kid really liked get it when he got that Nintendo. I bet you we react that way every day. If I we go to the store, the Zellers here in Canada for any Canadians listening, that'll what's a Zellers? The nice store. It's to- basically a Target. It's our Target. Oh, but okay. they're all shut down now. You know, they don't exist anymore. Oh, all right. So deep cut, deep Canadian cut on the Zellers. Yeah. So you go to your Zellers and you buy a game, and then the second day it's awesome. 
now we're like day 256 and you're buying the 256 game for the kid and you're like hello son i brought you a gift <laughs> and your son's like go beep yourself it <laughs> does not care because there's only so much time to play games you know what i mean yeah. like so what i feel like is happening here is just like they can give me all the free games i want i can't invent the time to play them so so they need to like i really just wish the game industry would stop undercutting the shit out of each other this way because it's 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 i just don't think it's not a money proposition like imagine any under, other industry it's like we're not selling stakes let's make the price zero so people will get stakes it's yeah. like no one wins like businesses have to make money so i don't like this idea that they're giving away the house just so that people can be there because i feel it just devalues games and if the developers are really benefiting from it that's limited like people in their ecosystem who only play fortnite are like sweet we're getting this free saints row awesome sweet we're getting this sweet gta they're going back to play fortnite they don't want to play 500 other games they came to epic for other reasons and so you're the leftovers when you're getting all this like right now it's good whoever got in early is probably benefiting but i can't imagine that forever that's a that's a big boon forever can that be is, i don't think that's that... their long-term plan i think their plan was i don't know how long the plan's for but i think the plan is <clears throat> you get a lot of top loaded stuff that's exclusive that drives people to use the service before you know it you've got a really good base of users and then when some of that stuff starts to peter out you shift over to yeah we're a big store maybe we're still second to steam but we're big enough to do our thing i don't think they're there yet like not even close they're still subsidizing everything really um, yeah, I mean, it's the yeah. same reason I don't leave Steam. Like, they're trying to make their own version of me for their store. And I respect that, I guess. Yeah. It's just, like, I, I just, my reaction is, like, uh, people, like, just, you, you need to go in the store. There's a game being given away for free. And I'm like, I, I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like, and I don't know if that's my age. I don't know if I was 18 and I was getting free games from Epic every week. I'd probably be very excited. Yeah. It's, so it's probably not for me anyway. It's a deluge these days, so it's kind of hard to say. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just a, I think it's just a let's get eyeballs in our store. You know, if you say I've got a bunch of games on this platform, you're more likely to stick with it. Problem is, they're coming in very late, so you know most people have that library on Steam, but I think they are targeting. I think their aim is younger people. I think their aim is okay. Let's get the kids who are in here for Fortnite and, you know, are, are playing this game and they're already in here and let's see what we can do to keep them here and keep them spending money here. And I think that, I think that's probably a decent market. Um, I would say just to play a little devil's advocate um, to your point, Bo. Uh, I mean, I think more than free games, I think Steam's policy of we'll just throw whatever the hell uh, comes our way that people call a game has actually devalued games from my perspective more than anything. I mean, the free games are cool, and I, and I, I definitely agree with your point there where it's like, at a certain point, how many of those have I actually played? Like, if I go back and look at the playtime on the free games I've picked up... Yeah. There's not a lot. I, in fact, I don't know if I've played any of them. Um, but I go to Steam and it's like, oh, well, what's new? What's what's coming out? What's what's great? And I go down the list and it's like porn, a ripoff <laughs> of something. You know, you can this. you can set your preferences to stop seeing that. Yeah, but you... then what are we going to talk about on this show? No, that's <laughs> why. why, I why that's why. why that's the same reason I didn't. Turn it off. Yeah, I was like, I should look at these b cartoon boobies, but 
I am a podcaster. I need to know the truth about things. Like a journalist, basically. Yeah. Would, yeah. would you turn your eyes away from Fallujah if you were a reporter? No. So I've got to turn my eyes to Whoa, Steve. look at look at you deep cutting into the uh into the Iraq war. Nice nice job. Early aughts over here. Breaking news. The, um, the Iraq war uh, interest in the Iraq war is making a comeback, I think. Yeah, it's 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 time to, for more movies and all that stuff. It'll probably happen. Yeah. It's how that's how society goes. But uh what was I going to say? Uh, uh, I was trying to, because when John, John, you said the comment, I don't think I've played much of what you've got for free over there on Epic. And I've played more than I thought I would with the free games that I got. I ended up playing a whole bunch of the Batman stuff again, but I already, funny thing is I already own that somewhere else. So I actually think I went to Steam to play it, but I was reminded about it because I got the free whole set thing over there on there. But, um, the Miami, what's the Miami one? That's like a uh, like a two D GTA. Hotline Miami. No, something oh. Miami. Miami Heat. My, it's different than Hotline Miami. It's but it's set in like eighties. <laughs> I was gonna say everything you were saying sounds like Hotline Miami. Oh, I can't hold on. Miami game Epic Store. It's up there. It's called Shakedown Hawaii. Sorry, nothing to do with Miami. <laughs> 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 I get, I get, I get why you'd be confused. It's that neon cop stuff. Or it whatever. totally is. It's like this '80s thing, and it's very fun and very cool. And it was free, so I played a whole bunch of that. Probably a good two, three hours of that, and I really enjoyed it. There have been moments like that for me on the Epic Store, and even games I already have owned and played like crazy on Steam and other places. I go and make sure to lock it in just because it's free. Why not? It doesn't matter. I don't have to download it, but. I've got GTA on the Epic Store. If the, suddenly the world flips and everyone hates Steam and they all flood the Epic, well, at least I got that library that was, you know, a thing I picked out. Uh, but all that being said, you could make the argument that the glut all over, <clears throat> and John's point is, is I think, a good point. There was a lot of glut happening on Steam. There's a lot of glut happening in the Switch eShop. There's a ton of glut happening on both shops for Xbox and PlayStation. It's kind of a video game thing in general where it used to be back in the day, you had one or two big titles a month you look forward to, if if even that, and then maybe a little thing here or there. And that has slowly gotten to the point where now it's 150 things a day. And maybe some of that's interesting, but you're not even sure it's it's rising to the top or not. And then the stuff that you get lucky with, like Deep Rock, took a year and a half of development before two-thirds of us even really gave it any time right so it's just a weird it's weird the market is so freaking weird in some ways it's an embarrassment of riches and in other ways it's that psychological thing where too much choice is no choice at all so mm. uh, it, it's i don't know it's a, it's a worthy discussion but part of me is like oh man i love how much stuff there is and I, but then i look at my steam library i have 1800 games in steam not installed yeah. But things I've had over the years, tons of free stuff. People gave me codes and that. But it's just tons of games that I'm not going to go back to 99% of that. And even the stuff I have installed, I'm not going to go back to 90% of that. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's like I'm, I'm focusing on two or three titles. That's how it used to be. I think that's what the human brain's capable of. I don't think I'm meant to go jump, you know, game hopping. And I, and I do that a lot. I like experimenting. I like downloading weird apps on my phone. I like checking out a weird korean mmo on pc and then this then a rip-off version of that on the ipad just to see what the difference is like i like doing that but even then where i really want to actually spend my gaming hours the real gaming hours i have to be picky 
So mm-hmm. I tend to spend my time on Steam because that's where my stuff is. Anyway, I don't know Very if we much. actually yep. properly broached the subject of EA doing this, but uh, hey, at least... Well, I mean, it's good, you know, it's good, it's good, it makes sense for EA. Origin sucks. It's always going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. There's no getting better <laughs> on Origin. So, sorry. If they hate that and they want to fight against it, then that's their destiny, but... I don't remember what it was. I had to do something with Origin, like, support. And it made me believe, like, the time, the turnaround time on it made me think that they didn't have any employees working at the support center for Origin. <laughs> and so that, at I first mean, I was like, this is EA. This is a big company. And then I was like, it's Origin. And I was like, eh, I guess that makes sense. Well, what was it? Do you remember what you had to do? I can't remember. There's been a couple things recently that I've run into where it's like, oh, I need to contact somebody about this issue or this issue. I'll tell you the one that I do remember was Guild Wars 2. I couldn't remember my password and that game apparently came out right at the cusp of the end of CD keys. Mm. And I don't think I can play Guild Wars 2 without repurchasing it at this point. Yeah, no, me neither. I've, I've emailed them several times to ask them for my key. And they're like, send me some weird, I can't remember. Just Yeah, they want to like, know a lot they, of personal data. They're like, what email did you use? Where were you? What was your CD key? <laughs> like, I don't have the CD anymore. Yeah. Are you crazy? Do you know what year it is? Do you know who still has their CDs for this stuff? Yeah. Well, now, so that's the nice thing about Steam is your name and your password and hopefully your two-factor authentication are your key. And every game associated with you is, that's all you're ever going to need. And yeah. so it still, re- it still means we have to rely on Valve to do right by all the millions of us until the end of time. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, they just have to keep it together. Yeah. And that's a big deal to, to expect that from any company in any industry. Just in perpetuity, please never screw up so bad that this is lost or that we lose our access to the things that we've technically bought, but really we're sort of renting. You know what I mean? Or we paid a one-time yeah. rental fee to keep, but anytime now the man's coming to pick it up and put it in a truck and drive off. Like I'm under no illusions that there's any permanence here, but I don't know. I don't like thinking I- about it. <laughs> I do think this new like rental model that we're kind of falling for uh, falling for like some of it's a good deal, but is is becoming it's preparing us in a lot of ways because I really uh, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to stream and I was like, man, you know what? I really want to play that new uh, Jedi Fallen Order game again. I want to play through that thing. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, I didn't buy it. I just did the ea thing and i played through that right and then i kind of had to i kind of had to come to terms with the fact that like here's a game that i've played through that i've beaten that i now technically don't have access to anymore because i don't have that subscription anymore and then i thought about buying it on sale but then it's like well now i it's not a save i'm not going to get the benefits of a new game plus it's on a different thing it's on a different service and I noticed that I went to play a a game in the Xbox store and it said like, you got six days left on this one. And I was like, Oh no, this is going away in six days. I still didn't play it, but I, it just like triggered in my brain. Like, Oh no, I, it's almost gone. What was the game? Do you remember what the game was? Just curious. uh, Microsoft game. Cause I did this too. Browsing through and I looked at a bunch of them. I did this too. It might have been. I think it might have been the Master Chief Collection, actually. Oh, I think that's. I thought all the Microsoft stuff was staying forever. 
Is that not true? I, it might be, but it said 14 days left or something like that when I looked at it. So mm. I don't know if that's true, but it did say that next to it. Oh, weird. And maybe it re-ups, maybe something changes. I don't know. But. I know the three, the 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 third-party stuff like Willow of the Wisps and stuff like that, which I do want to get back to and try to beat. Those those are not there in perpetuity. So there's yeah. t- you know a lot of that stuff's time. But I think I thought maybe maybe you're freaking me out right now. But I thought Microsoft titles uh, were permanent. So I'll know. look right now. I just don't remember. And if you're like if it's like my install of the freaking app. It'll take nine years to load, so good luck. <laughs> you can hate that thing. It's a beast. They got to work uh, on that. I always just go to the store and then just click it. Like I the Windows know, store or the... Um, yeah, the Windows store. Like, it's already up for me. So that's probably better. It's weird how they do this. They have the Windows store, but they also have that separate Xbox for PC app thing that is just a little oh, Xbox yeah. logo. And you run that. And in theory, it's good because it's just all games and it... It's okay the way it's all listed out. It just, for some reason, the initial load takes forever for JPEGs to load. I don't understand what's going on with that thing. So maybe this just means the sale price that they're offering with Game Pass, but it says under price, $39.99 crossed off. Then it says $31.99 with your Xbox Game Pass membership, 20% off, five days left. For the Master Chief Collection. For the Master Chief Collection. Oh, that's weird. I don't know what that. I don't know what that five days left means. That's some weird messaging. I don't know what they mean either. I think this one we got to figure. Th- this is. I think some they're screwing up over there. That's not clear what you're doing. No, and it's actually kind of hard to find the games that you get with the the pass if you go to the store. I don't know about the, on the Xbox app, but it's hard to see which ones have it there's no easy sort by yeah i really i want them to clean it up honestly they're the ones i want to come to steam and uh what's his name guy in charge of xbox has said that he's not necessarily opposed to it right so that's what i'm waiting for i think we're i think didn't some xbox stuff get put on there yeah sea of thieves just popped up there so maybe we're getting there with them too oh yeah that's right yeah gears of wars on there um they, yeah, they've gears, been doing yeah, all their new releases yeah uh, oh uh the gears uh tactics is also on there so yeah <clears throat> i think uh i mean it's not part of their subscription thing that's what i would like to see is an integration there somehow they're yeah. not probably going to do that but uh yeah the xbox app is doing everything you you're asking for except it's just dirt slow and very beta but it's got it's got the functionality of like here's everything that's game pass here are games that aren't game pass like it's real simple that way it just takes forever to load and it makes you want to Punch yourself in the testicle left one usually. <laughs> well, I'm giving them $5 a month. They can invest it in making it better. That's what I would say. I think they've been very successful with it. It's done well on PC. So get your crap together it's, there, Microsoft. Here's the thing that's amazing about it. It's maybe the one thing in gaming that gets brought up that I hear the most positive feedback about when people talk about it. Yeah. Like, I feel like every time we talk about it on the show, someone in chat goes, man that's the best five dollars i spend a month or you don't get a better deal in gaming than that and honestly Mm. i'm inclined to agree i've gotten a lot of use out of it yeah um i've played some pretty major games for that five bucks a month so i'm very satisfied with it but it's not often in gaming where you get people that unanimous about liking it well especially in a market that's 
super, you know, they get really mad about the Epic thing or anyone else, you know, trying to be their new launcher. Yet they've been able to do that in a way that I think is just, I don't know, it's a, you're, you're, it doesn't have the vitriol around it. It's weird. It's a very strange thing. And you'd think there might be some because get your console people out of here. We don't need you kind of attitude that some gamers might have about it. But they've also made really good ports. So the PC ports have been solid and play really well and better than the Xbox versions in some cases. So they're just doing it right in that regard. Their launcher needs work, though. So work on that. Then come talk to me, Microsoft. Hey, uh, the next three Destiny 2 expansions have been announced. Does anyone care about <laughs> Destiny? Only <laughs> Destiny players, I think. Yeah. How, Bo, do I don't know if they do, though, because I saw some of that new stuff on Steam, and it, it had the markings of they're doing something we don't like, because I highlighted it, and it said reviews, mostly negative. Uh-oh. Which, usually when you get into mostly negative territory for a big game, it's because the company's doing something that has made the people upset. Not because the content itself is one thing or another, but because players are mad. Do you know anything in so, particular they're up in arms about? Uh, no, me but me I could probably, find, <laughs> I could probably find out. Let's, <laughs> let's click the thing. I'm actually a little surprised, Bo, that you weren't all in on Destiny. I know you played it, but I thought you'd be. Destiny's seemed like your jam. Warframe got to me first. I mean, I think Destiny's pretty good, but um, Destiny feels very empty. That was my impression. Mm. Warframe doesn't feel empty to me, but Destiny, like these open areas, like it's like an MMO with like two other people logged in and nobody else was playing it. Maybe if it was like a deep rock situation where everyone was like, are we going to log in today to play Destiny? I'd probably be into it more, but right. Yeah. And it's too. I don't like, I like shooter games, but I don't like shooter games that want to mimic the Call of Duty aesthetic, basically. Mm and it and the guns are too much like that it was my same problem with planet side too like that's why i like doom the new doom there's like aim down slice is not really a thing i'm not trying to be a sniper mcgee i'm just trying to be a crazy thing overwatch is another good example of the kind of shooter i like yeah you know, like it's like it's not all aim down so like it is a competitive twitch game but it's you know there are expressions of mechanics in the game that are just beyond you know pixel perfect shooting right uh and and like crazy super lethal weird tactics and Which destiny kind of just struck me as following that gunplay aesthetic too much probably why you like would it. not probably well we haven't talked about it much on the show but um you know valorant is out now and no longer in beta and playable and all that and we haven't really i haven't really dove in for any particular amount of time um partly because i'm a little put off by its adherence to the uh to the csgo kind of model of I'm running around a corner and that dude just popped me in the head without having to do much and I'm dead already. And I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that right now. Yeah. Like I can watch CSGO and be like, man, that's hard. This is really cool. But I can also look at it and go like, I don't want to play this. This doesn't look interesting for me, but I, it's interesting as an esport a bit. I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Valorant comes out and it's like, yeah, it's Counter-Strike, but you can also put like colorful swirls around. It's there's not enough in there to be like oh yeah you got me like it's just like whatever it's you've reskinned it and put a few extra things and there are people who are going to love that oh yeah already a specific group of people yeah yeah i think it's the number one twitch thing at the moment isn't it let me see yeah well i mean it's also it's a riot product and yeah we're fans of riot and it's just a little it's a little more serious than i want to be Mm. um 
if that makes sense. Like I was kind of into it and I was like, oh man, you know, I did love Counter-Strike and, you know, Riot, you know, even if I don't necessarily love the games they've made, they, they make some good games. Like we can, we can maybe pay a little attention to them and maybe have something of theirs to get into. And maybe then I just started, the more I looked into it, I was like, eh, it's just, people take it too seriously. Like it's just, I think that's why a game like Battlefront 2 appealed to me so much and why I fell down that rabbit hole for so long was it was a game where I could just disappear in. I could be good, mm-hmm. I could be bad, and it was all it really only impacted me. Yeah. And it didn't matter. Yeah. And I I just I'm not looking for a game to try hard in right now, I guess is the the best way that to That is that. so me right now. I totally feel that. Um okay, so I'm looking at the top stuff it's interesting actually when you log into the twitch main page now or in the browse they don't actually give you the most the least by default they give you suggestions uh, recommendations for you and the first one is just chatting which i'm always in deep rock galactic is up next but it's only got 641 viewers of any type right now um then art then dungeons and dragons then jackbox like this thing knows what i like to do um but if you look at it from highest to lowest it's actually not ranked that high. League of Legends in second place behind just chatting, which is like podcasts and, you know, talking heads and ASMR and all that stuff. Uh, Fortnite, Warzone, Grand Theft Auto V, which is just nuts to me, that game, dude. just continues to blow my mind. Uh, CSGO, Free Fire. What the hell's that? Garena Free Fire. I don't even know what that game is. And then Valorant. So Valorant's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. They're eighth. I could have done that math just by looking at this grid of five, two rows of five, but I had to count. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. yeah. So, uh, you know, World Some of Warcraft of those games is, are like spike up when there's events and load down when it's just regular time. Yeah. Plus, sometimes it's just one dude can shift the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. you know, doctor, oh, yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Disrespect guys. gets on there and it's like, oh, okay. Everyone's watching that now. So it doesn't really count, but. Anyway, Valorant. It's a thing I may play more of just to see what the hell's going on, but I find it intimidating. Oh, so. also, the people are mad about Destiny 2 because the thing that came with the thing they bought didn't show up right away. It's oh, stupid. nothing to do with and, the game. It's a physical thing? Yeah, it's moved up to mixed as a result of people figuring out that they didn't get screwed. So, Well, welcome to COVID-19 <laughs> town. Like we're got, we got a pandemic and a social uprising at the moment. It's okay if your thing's a couple days late. Right? I don't know. That it's I still feel about Destiny 2 what I tweeted that day, which is for some reason no matter what Destiny 2 always cost me an extra $60. <laughs> I love like, this yeah, thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I love I, it. I, I get that. Yeah. Anytime I've ever been like, maybe I'll get into Destiny 2. It cost me $60. <laughs> it cost me $60 when I tried it the first time. Then I put it down and I thought, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll get back into it. And it cost $60 that time. And if I want to get into it right now, it's going to cost me $60 again. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I know what it was. They were giving it away for free, but then you had to buy Shadow Keep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like oh here play Destiny for free, but if you want to be where because it's a ghost town, yeah, if you want plus to be in the non ghost town, yeah, plus that's supposed to be ghost town. The good content was the expansion you had then to buy. Sixty bucks, so I dropped it. I was like, whatever, it seems pretty fun. Yeah, but it was a ghost town. Yeah, like they have a way of making that game look super hype, and when you play it, you're like, this is not hype. The vo- the story sucks. The voice acting sucks. Like 
the the there's nothing interesting to me about the lore and i don't th- i don't think it's why if it's not widely appealing it's not a fault of the genre but of the execution of the game right um and then they killed the only thing people really liked which was the nathan fillion character oh <laughs> or, yeah they or did. whatever you know the cade guy and cade was cool like i kind of like cade yeah see it's the only thing but i don't like that everyone's just a human all the time except for the enemies that are only big versions of you know <laughs> they're just enlarged they were not uh, like, having played doom especially after i'm like a single player campaign game has way more creativity mechanically and graphically than you can come up with in your team based shooter filled with variety yeah. like it's pretty embarrassing i agree sorry bungie release destiny 3 try again i think we just <laughs> live in a world where so many games come out and they're a problem and they they're rough and they companies fix them like that's that's not an uncommon thing and it sucks that you put out a game that people didn't like at first and it's cool that it it eventually got there yeah. but you look at the no man's skies and you you look at games like that and in most cases that upgrade to it being great was free it was something they put out and they did there's a couple of exceptions diablo so a lot of the stuff in diablo 3 was free but it was when an expansion came out that most of that hit. Um, But for some reason, Destiny is just one of those games that's like, ah, well, yeah, we screwed the pooch, but give us another $60 and the content's really good finally. It's like, no, I don't want to pay $120 for the good game. I want to pay $60 and have the initial game be good and be so good that I'm then willing to buy into your expansions. And they just, they they didn't do that with destiny one and they didn't do that with destiny two. And both times I'm like, I am not going to spend this level of money on this game in the hopes that they'll figure it out. Yeah. And yet people do, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the, that community is like these days, but destiny three is probably right around the corner. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of Diablo four, we didn't put it in the notes, but there was that 20 minutes of gameplay video that ended up all over the place. Did you guys end up seeing any of that or watching the barbarian stuff? Uh, I did. I, I think I watched the first few frames, and I'm like, "Oh, this looks pretty similar to what I've seen." I, I think I'm gonna wait. Yeah, there's nothing here to really blow anyone's minds. Low level stuff. Uh, yeah. He's just grinding his way through a dungeon. Uh, it looks great. I mean, it looks Diablo as shit, and I'm super excited. I'm but... excited for it. It was enough to keep me going for another year. <laughs> Last was gone, so yeah. Yeah, I skipped it. It's a game I already know I want at this point. I'm only gonna make myself excited and make the wait harder. So I. I skipped because yeah. uh, I know I want that game. Yeah, we all do. Bring that game out, Blizzard. We're ready right now. Um, speaking of Blizzard, Warcraft event was delayed. They were supposed to do on Tuesday a reveal event for Shadowlands, the upcoming expansion for World of Warcraft. They delayed it until we don't know. They haven't said. Uh, but it was supposed to be yesterday. And the thinking was they were going to have Ian and John Height, producer of the game, stand there or be on camera talking about various features, maybe some things we haven't heard about yet. They delayed it due to the, uh, well, at the time, riots and protests, but the riots have pretty much stopped and protests are happening now. Um, I don't want to get into that, <laughs> into those weeds. Anyway, uh, so as a result, they pushed it, which I think was the right choice to do. There's a lot of controversy around it, uh, given that, or around Blizzard anyway, because Blizzard really hasn't said much about this and everybody and their dog has said something about it. They're in a bit of a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. We talked about it before the show a little bit, but um, given their Chung mess of last year and all that stuff surrounding Hearthstone and Hong Kong and those protests, uh, maybe they're just a little gun shy on it and don't want to, you know, 
get tangled up in that. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know what I expect from any of that, except I wish, you know, I, I, I think it was the right thing to do. And I hope for cool things out of the, out of this reveal when they show it. So more on that. And, uh, of course the instance end here, when we hear about it, we will see. Okay. I think that's it. It's not much else going on out there. Kind of quiet. Yeah, everything kind of got delayed. We're we're coming up to the end of things being delayed and news. Yep. And tomorrow, you got your uh, you got your Sony business. So plenty to say tomorrow. That I can promise you. But today we have this games that we're playing. So I have a shocking revelation for you guys and the chat room and everybody listening to the podcast. Civilization Six on the Switch is really good. (laughs) Like intensely weirdly good i don't know how they pulled this off uh it's not only oh, this is so weird and i'm playing it on a light so i'm not even doing it on a big screen or whatever but it's perfectly uh suited for the way the controller setup is on that device they figured out a way to make all that feel fine like none of it feels weird none of it makes you go oh where's my mouse and keyboard like they've really pulled that off it's full civilization with every feature it's not some watered down thing like the old revolution game remember that that was a weird thing they did for old consoles. Yeah. Um, PS3, Xbox 360, I think, had them. Anyway, this is a full-blown version of that game, and the port is really solid. The load times are fine. Um, the actual moment-to-moment stuff looks great. Great frame rate. Uh, no hitching and weirdness. You do all the same stuff. You can play a full game of that game. It's crazy. It's crazy how good it is. I'm totally shocked how good it is. I got it for 15 bucks on Amazon. So I was just like, well, that's dumb not to pay that little for. Let's just try it because I want to talk about it on the show. And I ended up burning hours of that thing in bed. I stayed up way too late last night playing it. Well, that's what it'll do. It's what I mean, it's that's for. The, that's, that's the reason the why I'm curve. not going to get it on <laughs> Switch is because I don't need another place to eat that kind of time. The other day, I thought, I'll just load it up. I'll play it for a little bit. Yeah, how'd that and go? I think I played it for nine or ten hours straight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it's a problem that game I, even, I was even logged into deep rock galactic and i didn't hear a peep from him i was like i was like i wonder if he can pull himself away from civilization i'm not gonna bother him but yeah. you know yeah no i couldn't because i was i was embroiled in political intrigue there was mm-hmm. wars being declared and i couldn't find a foothold and you know they were mad that i had, had taken baghdad and renamed it bag mom because i thought that was funny <laughs> nice <laughs> well, well done. Well done. i actually thought the the reason for that was i thought because we fought a war over this city that i took okay. he shouldn't have settled there i told him not to settle there he said i won't and then he did it anyway who did so your I, your ally or somebody or who who he wasn't really my uh, my my neighbor i don't know oh. any of the leaders names i okay. can't remember any of them it's teddy so. teddy roosevelt and the rest yeah. <laughs> yeah uh i even forget teddy roosevelt because i go back to old civ games and i'm like i think it was george washington <laughs> and it's like he's not in this one. Oh, oh okay yeah that was five i think he was he was the dude um but anyway so i wanted this the city back and so we went to war i ended up taking the city uh i turned it into a fantastic city that was very happy and very prosperous and all of that and every couple of hundred years or so he denounced me because i owned his city but at the end of the war he gave it to me it was in the in the thing saying like hey i'll give you i'll give you the city 
And then he got pissed about it constantly. And I thought, well, maybe there's some programming thing where he just recognizes that that's the name of his city. So I changed, I wanted to change the name of the city and I didn't know what to name it. And the city happened to be Baghdad. So I just changed it to Bagmom. Bagmom. And yeah. yeah. That's a good Baghdad joke. Yeah. It is a Baghdad joke. And I'm <laughs> proud of it. It did not stop him from denouncing me constantly. Well, I mean, this is like real life, though. These leaders despots i'd do that if you took my city away from me yeah. and renamed it yeah plus 100 but years later an awesome city. but 100 years later people forget they don't pay attention to history we're having a bit of that now well and, yeah know. that's the problem with civilization is the world leader, leaders are immortal like it's, it's always the same guy for 2000 yeah, years that's weird <laughs> it's like christopher columbus is like quit settling near our land maybe not what's his name washington no Al washington well this one's yep. george Al washington. Al washington, Al washington leader of america yeah. Uh, George Washington. Is it George Washington at six? Well, then this, no, else? six is no, six is Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Roosevelt. Five was five was Washington. And the one before that, four was Lincoln. And you know what's weird is I know all the narrators for that. So the so four was Spock, it was Leonard Nimoy. Five uh, was that old guy. I it was the dude from Richard Harry Harris? Potter, right? Richard Harris? Not Richard Harris. Wasn't it Dumbledore? No, not well, not Richard Harris and not the other other Dumbledore. Alan not, Rickman? No. No. I thought it was Dumbledore. It's not Dumbledore. I can't remember his name. He's he's in a whole bunch of stuff and just died recently ish. Crap. Anyway, he's great. And then this time it's Sean Bean is in there. Yeah, yeah he's who, good. Who's alive for real, but has died a billion times in every movie he's in. I'm surprised he's gonna say this. he dies at the end of every civilization. Yeah, <laughs> you know Twitter's gonna be unbearable the day he actually dies. Oh my gosh, dude! Is. Are you kidding? It's gonna be like Abe Vigoda all over again because that guy would it's never gonna be die. like, oh, the year 2028, uh, and it's gonna be a picture of the year 2027 or something, and everyone's like so sick of these stupid jokes that yep. we make on social media. Hopefully, I'm we're done. Now. Maybe less of those before 2027. I hope. I don't know. Maybe. But anyway. Uh, William Morgan Shepard is who the chat room is saying narrated. That's the guy. He is he's great. And whenever you see a movie, because he was in a whole bunch of older movies, and if you Shepard Shepard. If you ever see that dude in a movie and you hear him talk, do any dialogue, you immediately go. If you spent any time in Civ Five, you immediately go, I know that voice. I know that guy. Yeah. You know? Pretty distinct. And I last, played Civ Five the most, probably too. Last night I was yeah, playing. Five has the most played. I did too, but I played this. I was playing in bed. Here's my Switch, okay? And I'm playing in bed, and suddenly it goes, "Well done, you did the thing with the deal, or whatever." This voice says, "You know, gives me a congratulations for reaching milestone." And my wife goes, she doesn't even look at me. She's watching TV. She watched some British comedy or something, and she just says to me out of the corner of her mouth, "She goes, Why is Ned Stark on your Switch?" <laughs> i said hey honey you did a nice job good work season one game of thrones 10 years ago anyway so i actually want to mention a game it's currently on early access on uh epic games because Bo said this and it reminded me for anybody else that thinks yeah the fact that the leaders are immortal are a problem is that there is a game by uh civ developers who've gone on to do their own things oh, yeah. uh called old world where your leaders actually age and die and you have to raise up the next generation of leaders which can have their own traits uh when they take over so you have to try and train them to have the traits that you want so there's kind of a political angle with your nation's leader as well mm -hmm. as you don't just get to go i'm george washington and these are my traits forever like eventually that leader will die yeah. uh, and need to be replaced with somebody else 
Right. So, uh, it looks really cool. I keep being tempted cool. to grab it, but I don't. And I think the reason I haven't is because A, it's early access and B, I just don't know how long it's going to be over on Epic's store. And I just prefer not to. I mean, I don't know. It's like 50 bucks or 30, but what is it? Forty-nine. Uh, I have it up. It's thirty-nine ninety-nine. Oh well, maybe because uh, you know that'll probably go up at launch because that's how they do it. It's like ten bucks less if you get it during early access or whatever. Mm-hmm. How far along is it? Do we know how far along they are? Like, are we getting close on uh, that thing? I don't. I don't know. They don't say. Uh, I want to uh, play it. I I feel like it's a pretty you know fairly complete package. Um, it looks like. <sighs> I'm looking at video right now. It makes me because the lineage there with like X um Civ developers and designers, the look of it is very cool. And just what you just described with the sort of the the succession stuff is yeah. super unique and interesting. And I want to play it. I think I may have to get it. Oh, why are we talking about this? It's gonna go I'm gonna go spend thirty nine bucks tonight. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, that's what this show's there for. Get you to yeah, you're still money. playing Civ Six. We don't need the other game. I know that, Bo, but I have a problem. You're in the middle of a Civ Six game. This is why I didn't buy Europa Universalis. You're in the middle of a game save file. But what if I? But what if this is so good that it will put to shame anything Civ ever tried to do? Then I mean, what? You'll find that out once you're done with your save file. <laughs> I say go for it, Scott, because then you can report back on the show next week. No, you. I mean, unless John, it's that exciting, if you're like. You know, I wouldn't want anyone to stop me buying Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I think that you're pretty quick to get into this state, and we we need you need to put elastic on your wrist and snap it. You guys are these little sure. you're the little people on my shoulder. John is <laughs> specifically in a little red suit with horns, and Bo is a little angel guy. And you're telling I mean, him. he's a monster you grew out of letting him bully you around in Heroes of the Storm with the skin <laughs> shop thing. <laughs> you're like, oh no, it's funny, keep it up. And now here we are, thousands of dollars later. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, why is he like that? You're not. Wrong. It looks good. I like the. It has a very painterly aesthetic to it that I like yeah, a lot. I like those clouds for the fog of war stuff and they kind of roll in and move and animate it looks neat i think it, notice what i did i ignored bo's very valid very solid point and then pointed out the art to the artist yeah on the show. i saw what you did there well i mean i'm sure you can just do a google image search and download some jpegs and enjoy the art <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you need to spend the money on the video game i know it helps when they move around and look cool but you know well the other thing is um Okay, and this, one of the things I like about it, it's a totally dumb thing, and I'm sure I won't care when it happens, but the way these games always are, including Civ, you know, the representation of your warriors, for example, are three sort of big dudes for where they're standing. You know, three big guys or four or five, whatever it is out there, getting ready to fight. In this thing, you're represented by a giant, what looks like a giant, jolly green giant, except he's not green. And he's just standing there on the tile like, and he's and he looks scale wise just like a giant next to the city, not just an avatar of what you might have there. And I think that's cool to see those dudes stomping around and looking all like huge and fifty stories tall. Anyway, I'm in a mood. I'm in the mood for this kind of game right now, and so I'm just. It's in their top sellers right now. Yeah, it's itch. I got an itch, and I. I gotta be. Uh, you know what? I need keep some... in mind. Keep in mind. You're playing Civ, and this is a game that'll definitely go on sale. Yeah, 
Yes. And Civ's what, three years old, four years old now almost? I mean, I didn't buy Civ till I got like a free expansion pack with it. <laughs> and I was very excited for Civ 6. I talked about it a lot. Like, I do, like, it's funny because we'll talk about how hyped I am for games and I won't play them for a year. Like Borderlands 3, yeah. still going to be playing that. I'm going to get back to that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the game will be there for you and it might even be on sale. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just look at look at this cool quest in the screenshot though, Scott. I know. Poor elderly farmer comes to court bearing a blade of unusual metal covered in exotic designs. He discovered it in a deep network of caverns on his lands, and he believes it would make a worthy gift for a ruler. Will you take the sword? Wow. I think I might, and I might pay forty bucks for that sword. Listen to this. Uh, the, this review here at the end, it says, worth a buy? 100% yes. It is one of the most interesting Forex games I have ever played, and I have played them all. With something to do every turn, it helps avoid the stagnant mid-game feel of many Forex games. It makes me excited to see how civilization and humankind raise their bar to compete with this, and I'm confident, I'm confident, however, that they will raise the bar. Old World will be equal to that challenge as well. The golden age of historic 4X genre is upon us. Wow, sounds like their PR guy wrote that for them. Kind of, but this is <laughs> this is from a website called Bluntly Honest Review, so I, I don't know what to take. Oh, oh, I thought it was a Steam review, sorry. No, 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 not okay. Steam. I, don't know, that's I was like, that's oddly well written English for a Steam review. <laughs> yeah. There's another one here from Rock, Paper, Shotgun. They do okay. Uh, they say, hold on. What's the final word on this? The deeper you wade into Old World, the less like civilization it becomes until soon it is only really the hexagons and the race to build the Parthenon tying them together. It is a story engine as much as a strategy game, one that reveal revels in the playful details of the past and represents history's ancient rulers not as the pompous set of weirdos you're familiar with, but as the capricious drunks, disastrous idiots, and beautiful freaks with monkey butlers. I'm oh, in! <laughs> that sounds great. Hold on. Yep. I think I sold myself I on it. I think I might have, too. So, I'm sold on it, too. You just don't have to buy it today. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna, I really want to <laughs> animate my this. My comments so that... have nothing to do with the quality of the game. I'm pretty excited to try it myself at this point. Well, but I have somebody, no, you know, somebody out there is a good animator. Animate... You're playing You're playing Civilization, and you like Civilization as well. No, you you're, started you're right. Civilization save file, and we need to see it through because you also want to play that game. No, you're right. But here's the thing. People, no, I'm not. You're gonna buy it, John. People, won, people clearly. need to animate this whole conversation with me and you guys on my shoulders, having to use the audio from the show. I want to see this thing, and I want to see Bo at the end going, "Fine, whatever." Turn his little white, his little white <laughs> back to me and go, "Whatever, you're gonna do it. Just get it. It's fine. It's yeah. gonna go on sale, but just go ahead and get it." I'd I love mean, it. rock, pa- rock, pa- who am I to argue with? Rock, paper, shotgun. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Throwing a little shade on the review source to to support the angels' argument. This is good. Like the 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 what the um the paid the paid advertisement slash review said the game was great. So uh, it must be good. I wanna. <laughs> by yeah, the way, they, anything in it. But you'll sucks. like this segment. They have a segment every week where they do early access reviews, and this and the way the name of this column is premature evaluation. That's pretty good. That's a good name. Yeah, that's a good Baghdad joke. Yeah, it's a pretty good Baghdad. Bad mom joke or whatever all right um enough of this uh where was i oh deep rock playing a lot of that of course loving it uh animal crossing also loving it went to john's island today he had a real sweet deal on turnips sold my turnips made a made a bundle got out of there yeah you were dressed as a giant hot dog yep i got a hot dog suit and a hot dog hat 
and I looked like an idiot, and I loved it. Oh, I'm wearing Crocs as well, or the video game's version of Crocs. And uh, went over to John's place, sold a ton of those, made about a million bucks, gave him a hundred grand, and left. And uh, he's he made you made good money today, like five hundred half a million bells, just uh, letting people in your town. Yeah, just on tips. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Plus, here's my favorite. Okay, if you want to get good tips, here's the kind of island you want to run. I go to John's Island, walk out of the airport. What do I see? A lawn chair thing with John on it. He's laying on it, and he's wearing a suit. Now, normally this happens. When people leave their doors open, they just sit there because they don't want to do anything while people are there because for reasons. But I go walking past this thing, and John immediately sits up, stands up, and goes... Like this, his character does. And I thought, oh, he's just doing that for me because we're pals and we're podcast buddies and stuff. So whatever, I'm running to a store. But then I notice other people arriving and John is laying on the thing and they walk past. He gets up and goes and claps at him. It is amazing. So you deserve those 500 grand in tips. You're a fine host and uh, Animal Crossing rocks. The game's great. And then finally, to scratch my turn-based itch, the thing I actually put the most time in this week outside of Deep Rock was Battletech again because uh, I got in the mood. I was either going to be that or or uh, XCOM, and I'm in the mood for mechs. I want some mechs in my life. I want to have big, giant mechs fighting and blowing each other up, and I want to do it turn-based and strategically. So fired that up again, started a new, um, not campaign, but they call it, uh, once you've done the campaign, you can play a, it's like a sandbox mode, but I forget what they call it. They actually have a name for it. Um, but you basically a career, I guess. Oh, that's what it's called. Career. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And you're doing missions, flying to other planets, dropping your mechs down there, wiping stuff out, taking over city or taking back cities, uh, assassinating mechs that need to go, that sort of thing. Uh, fixing your mechs in between doing the whole upgrade your systems and stuff kind of XCOM style while you do that. It's fantastic. That game is so good. It is an amazing soundtrack, great visuals, just a, if you got a mech itch, just go come scratch it over here. Play and play some BattleTech. It's very good. I do. I need to. I need to get that game because I was on my list when all that stuff was on sale. I was very tempted by it. I I have a mech itch right now. So. I think you'd like it, especially on sale. It's a kind of a oh, you know what? I might actually have a code. Don't do anything yet. Ooh, I'll look. I like that even yeah, better. I might have a code. Let's okay. see if I can find it. All right, uh, John, what have you... <gasps> you got Command to Conquer Remastered at the collection. I did. Shit, I almost picked that up too. So <laughs> how's that? Uh, that is super cool. But boy, that's an old game and it shows its age. But they did do a lot of work to remaster it. So uh, this is the original Command and Conquer um, and all of its expansions and the original Command and Conquer Red Alert um, and its expansions. And it's it's solid. Um, first of all, I would recommend this game if you have nostalgia for the game. Yeah. Um, this is not an RTS that holds up by today's standards. So if you're a big RTS fan and you're just like, I liked Warcraft 3 and I want to try something, it might feel a little dated for you. Uh, there's... Uh, you even have to go into settings and they literally have settings broken out to where it says original and modern because they're acknowledging like, yeah, this stuff was not optimized back then. And some of the modern features is right click to move because in the original you left clicked to move. 
Uh, or the ability to queue up building multiple things at a time, which you could not do originally in Command and Conquer. So they have put some modern elements into the game, not a ton, um, to kind of bring it up to speed, but it's super cool. You can tell this was done by people who just love this series because there is stuff in there that just, it's only interesting if you've ever played the original. Like, when you load up the game for the first time, um, it goes through a whole custom install video. Because back in the day, when you installed Command & Conquer, it did a little movie while it was installing to make you feel like it was doing futuristic military stuff while it installed on your computer. Yeah. Well, obviously, we don't install games that way anymore. So they just play it when you load the game the first time oh, so that it awesome. has some connection to that as well. Uh, you can switch between old style graphics and new style graphics. Um, you unlock a ton of bonus content. You get to see the green screen original videos uh, of them doing takes of the lines between stuff. Um, My understanding is they use like PlayStation 1 uh versions of the cinematics because it's the highest resolution they they can they have no other masters that are good enough or something yeah they actually had a lot of trouble finding the or finding video that they could use um but they still they even have one uh, one of the first videos that's unlocked will do a split screen of what the original looked like and what the uprezzed uprezz that they found and did the work on next to it and it looks good um, it looks pretty solid. Red Alert doesn't look as good. It looks like they went through and applied like a comic book filter to it mm-hmm. um, to maybe hide some of that quality issues. But um, man, that me- the music in that game is so good. It is good. Command and Conquer has phenomenal music. And it was just a big nostalgic trip for me. And it made me realize... So when I went back and I played Warcraft 3, every now and then they do a mission in that game where it was hold out for 30 minutes. And when I played those missions, I remember thinking, 30 minutes? Are they out of their minds? This is forever. This is an eternity. And now that I've played Command and Conquer, I realize why that is. Some of those missions last 10 seconds. Yeah. And and then it's and then it's over. It's like Oh, click this, click this, click this. Good job. You did it. There's a mission. On to the next mission. And you're like, that was it? Great. Uh, It's it's super cool. I highly recommend it if you have any nostalgia for it. It's uh, 20 bucks, so it's not even a full-priced game. And you get a lot of content for it. And it just made me really uh, appreciate those games and that sort of genre that I was way into way, way back in the day. Uh, and those cutscenes are great. Yeah, the cutscenes are amazing. Um, if you don't even want to play the game, I recommend just hunting those down on YouTube and watching them because they're just insane. Uh, that maybe the peak of the FMV world of the time. It's really good stuff. And then um, those things. Oh, they remastered the music. You probably tell uh, playing it right. It just should sound better because they remastered. Yeah, all that it's stuff. it sounds really good. They by default, they actually give you uh, they call it bonus where you get new tracks as well as just remastered music all mixed in together. So mm-hmm. you get a little bit of both. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, I just immediately cranked it. As soon as I started playing Red Alert and Hell March came on, which is the, the most famous track from Command and Conquer, yeah. I just cranked up the music and enjoyed the hell out of it. What if I have that somewhere? Hold on. Hell March, right? Hell March, yeah. I think I have a taste of that. Let me just play just play a little bit of that. CNC Hell March. Here we go. I don't know if this is the original take or what, but we're gonna find it. Oh yeah, it's the original. So good. I'll skip ahead some. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's oh, pretty great. I love that. Yeah. I love it. So good. Anyway, good. I'm glad you got it and liked it. Um, Deep Rock. Oh, have you, uh, you would, can you report on the, so you did the thing where you, pre, you prestiged basically, and now you can do those super Deep Rock things. What's that like in there? Real hard, I guess, right? Yeah, I actually can't report too much about it because I went in by myself, which it allows you to do, uh, and I got trounced. Um, it it basically they give you some, they give you multiple of what your normal assignments are. So like, I had to go down and I had to repair, I had to repair either one or two of those like smaller gatherer bots. Yeah, and then I also had to gather X number of some other mineral. So it was two major objectives but not as much as what you would do on a normal mission, mm. but they throw way more stuff at you. And that's part one of three. So once you complete that, then it goes to another part. I can't even tell you what happens in the break between them because I died before I got there. It was brutal. Um, you guys know the, the enemies that explode when they die, the huge explosions. Uh, I was out of ammo completely. I was trying to find enough nitra to resupply, and there were three of those. Oh my god! So I will try that again when you guys can go down there <laughs> with me because it's uh, pretty rough. I'm pretty close, Bo. I think did you are enough to go down there, right? You're good. Uh, for promotion, yeah, I pro- I promoted. Okay, so you can go down there. Yeah. I think now. Okay, I need uh, to I hurry. Up. Down there, I guess I'm just doing the main like assignment mission that you get after, so you get access to the deep dive. Right. Yeah, there's a long assignment mission after you promote. Yeah, it's nine missions long. It was a slog, oh, but uh, a geez. good one. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. But you're there you really if you want to be. I'm behind them. the missions quickly. Like I was at a point because usually when I'm playing in the levels, I'm very thorough. But when I thought it was nine missions, I was like, I'm "Gonna hurry yeah, these I up, speed through these." <laughs> yeah, and, and like. Um, one of the missions too was um, it was a negative mod, so it had a ghost in it. Have you Ooh. played one with a? Oh, the ghost was rough. No, explain so, the ghost. So that wasn't the worst part. It was in a frost level, frost biome, and one of the eggs because I had to get into combat. I dropped the egg, and it fell. You know those plant areas with the holes? Yeah, mm-hmm. with the air that shoots up. Yeah, it <laughs> fell in the bottom, and the air wasn't shooting it up. But try digging around the hole while you have this invincible ghost chasing you around. I spent Oops, two sorry. and a half hours. I don't know like that played. Sorry. I spent two and a half hours digging the hole. Like, <laughs> like I go back, the ghost would come, and then I have to kite him all the way to the other end of the cavern and then run back and try and dig. But I had to dig so much because if you're even a pixel on top of that steam, it shoots you into the air and you can't pickaxe anymore. 
it was the most frustrating thing I have ever accomplished. Wow. I don't, I haven't had this ghost thing. I should have canceled the level and just did a different one or something. It was awful. Yeah, the haunted modifier is rough. The the ghost does not mess around, it hunts you constantly, it doesn't stop. You can't slow it down. It does a ton of damage. It is is yeah, basically two hits and you're dead. So wait, you can't kill it or you can kill it? You can't kill it. It's a ghost. Well, that is some bullshit is what that is. <laughs> Ghosts have bullshit powers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all. I mean, I assume that's how it works in real life, too. If I shoot a gun at it, it's cool. But then it puts its little fingers in my face and I'm like, ah, that cold touch of death is upon me. No kidding. I don't think I like that. There was a new patch today for that game, or yesterday, I guess, that added a new character creature to fight and some new stuff to do. Um, yeah, new objectives. Uh, added new terrain to some of the biomes, yeah. which you know, the, I still run into biomes where it's like I've been there before, but I see things that I've never seen before. Yeah, uh, the the gas peenies that we saw uh, <laughs> that was new that day yeah Uh, so you never know what you're gonna run into yeah the fields and fields of peenies i love that game for that i love that it i feel like it's always showing me some weird new configuration of things that i haven't experienced before i saw something new yesterday oh yeah what'd you see still new there's still tons of new stuff that we haven't seen either what'd you see yesterday i forget <laughs> I had it in my mind when I said it, it was, and I was like, please don't dude, ask. Please don't ask because I I just all of a sudden blanked and you're like, so what'd you see? And I'm like, damn it, I gotta be honest. No, I understand. Um no, it was some I don't know. Um, <laughs> five detonators. I'm, re- I'm really trying. Uh, five detonators turned to gold when you blew them up. Is that what happened? No. Probably well, there's not. definitely some plants. They look like grape plants. Like they have grapes on the end. That was new, but okay. that wasn't it. There was something more shocking that was new. What? Uh, I wonder what it was. It does do that though. The game's weird that way. Every time. Yeah, you and I, I don't mean like. I, I think it was maybe it was the ghost actually. Uh, I don't know. Like I hadn't seen the ghost before. No, I don't think that's. I don't know. Oh, it, yeah, something happened. I can't remember what exactly. It had to do with darkness. I think. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just trying to blank i'm sorry like i i know right. i remember i remember the emotional feeling of that moment of like holy shit yeah a new thing again but yeah. i just can't remember what it was and i was alone so i can't rely on any like funny comment anyone made like peenies or something like that. <laughs> right well i mean the biggest so the biggest new moment that happened to me ever and then we'd all experienced it at one point and then we all saw it together was that gold gold crater left by an exploding detonator that was oh, something that else, man. Well, no, that wasn't it. That no, was, that wasn't it. That was something else. That that is one of the things I had was like the first time it happened because that wasn't the first time it happened. Yeah, when we got the big gold rush. Right. The first time it happened, I was really shocked. I was so excited about it. At first, I wasn't was sure what was going on. I thought it glitched. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Is, what is the surface I'm on? This isn't. <gasps> it's oh no, that might have been it. Oh, was that it? That maybe because we didn't do a show last week and i was so impressed with it i tweeted it out i mean that was yeah. one of the things oh, so okay i think i think that's what it was yeah because we played Come last week things. and then uh we hung around on that crater forever trying to get it cleaned up it's a lot so, faster yeah. with the, the robot guy it was a good shift yeah. just to, to clarify for people who have not played what we're talking about there are these enemies in that game these giant bugs that when you kill them they explode and all the terrain in that game is deformable so it will leave a crater 
big one. And in the case of these specific gold ones, when they blow up, everything in that crater becomes gold, which is mineable for currency. So you get a ton of currency. I mean, it's if you have a good run, you might leave with, you know, 500 or 600 of it and go, wow, yeah, that was a really good run. Well, we we knew it was going to happen and we pulled it into a tiny little uh, like cavern so that we would get the maximum explosion. And the four of us proceeded to, because uh, Kyle was there as well, spend about 20 minutes mining the gold from this explosion. It took a long time. Yeah. And uh, we walked out with, what was it, like 4,000 gold or something like that? Yeah. It was it was insane. It was we, great. We walked away with so much. It's the most gold I've had <clears throat> in the game, I think. Uh, yeah. Except didn't you guys, you guys had a game, I wasn't there, I think, where two of those things blew up in the gift lift craters or was that the one we- yeah we had one with two but we didn't get we, i think you were the one where we had the optimal blow oh uh, gotcha <laughs> yeah uh, oh, i took because- a screenshot of it the amount of gold <laughs> mined uh because we had another objective we mined 3079 gold but we also had uh, bonuses. It paid out 13,189 of the game's credits. That's so. crazy. Yeah, That's I remember. That's all I've ever done. I remember I could afford a lot of things when we got back. I remember that. Yeah. Those were good times. All right. Uh, we've talked about some of this other stuff. John, you did try to run Burnout Paradise in, in between all this and it wouldn't run. Is that what happened? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. No, you wrote that. I haven't tried oh, to did run I it. Wrote, I wrote it on yours. Why did I do that? That shit won't run for me. <laughs> oh, I guess I was going to uh, remind me that it doesn't run for me, but we already talked about it. But it ran yeah, for Yeah, nothing, nothing new or surprising. I played a lot of Civ Six. I played too much, uh, yeah. maybe an unhealthy amount on a particular day or two. Uh, Burnout Paradise and Animal Crossing, but really nothing new to talk about in any of those. It's great, though, because everything you've mentioned, again, are not ones where we have to donate too much of our brain to get it done. You know what I mean? Like no. These are just fun, blow-off-some-time kind of experiences, which I think are helpful in times like these. Bo, you also, in addition to lots of rock dwarving, you played Divinity 2 again with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played yeah. with you one of those times since we last talked, but then you guys played again last night. How's that going? Uh, well, I mean, we're we're in Fort Joy and we're just clearing out all the side quests and everything. We saved Gareth. Oh, nice. And um, not to be confused with Garrett. No, uh, Gareth. Gareth. And yeah. um, we uh, are just going to be at the final fight for Act One. So nice. I don't know if we're going to play tomorrow, but soon. Sometime. But uh, it's it's really exciting to see my friend who hasn't played a real video game in a decade like be resistant at first, but cautiously, and now he's just. He's, he's, like, in, he's into I it, I can't right? play. And then, wait, I can play. You know, when people pull those, like, I do it all the time. Like, I can't play today. I'm busy. And then at 7, you get a message like I'm logging into Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I thought yeah. you were busy. I made plans. I would have done that. Yeah. You know, so he's kind of doing stuff like that. And I'm just encouraging it because I'm happy to see him enjoying himself. Divinity 2 is just a cool-ass game anyway. I'm glad he's having fun in there. And a reminder, he's playing all of this on, um, uh, sorry, G, uh, GeForce Now. Yep, and GeForce a, now on a 15-year-old Apple laptop. Yeah. Maybe not 15, like 12. It's but. like 12 years. That's plenty long. And he's playing just fine. It's running great for him. He, you know, he's having a good time. It runs better than Diablo 3 on minimal set. Like the Diablo 3 runs at about 15 frames per second on the lowest settings on his laptop for frame of reference. Yeah. He has through streaming, he has Divinity 2 on Ultra. 
Yeah, running great. <laughs> it's cool. You you can start there. to see the case, the case you can make for streaming. You can mm-hmm. start to see it. I think Mike's yeah. this has been a fun experiment. We're going to see how it goes throughout the rest of it. But anyway, Divinity 2, good stuff. All right. Now this. That's a good question. Time for a quick email from Who's this from? Don't have a name. We'll call him BS Gray 13. That's his name. He says the following. Animal Crossing is a subject. Hey, guys, love you all. Oh, really? Scott, it's been interesting hearing you talk a lot about Animal Crossing, and apparently for a lot of people, this has been the first entry in the series for them. Uh, He says what really uh, sticks, I almost said stinks, what really sticks out, what's wrong with my browser? Browser's freaking out. Uh, It says what really sticks out is when the point, uh, sorry, when people point out the little details they find charming, but those details are sometimes features or characters that all go all the way back to the N64 version of the game. My friend and I have been playing since the GameCube, and we were just talking about how the Switch version is maybe the least happy either of us have felt about the series. That's crazy to me. I think this this one is... I have crescendoed with this one. This one has taken me all the way to my happy place. Anyway, it says, Just because of how few characters have been added and the kind of odd tweaks made to holidays and how terraforming kind of reduces the charm of making the best with what you have. I'm just curious, would you be interested in playing an older version of the game just to see what it would be like? I'm curious what your take on it might be in retrospect, since I can't seem to uh, to see the same gushing love I've been hearing all the others saying at present. So it's an interesting point. I've played every game since the N64 version as well, and I say that knowing that it never hit N64 here in the States. That was Japan, the Japanese version. It came to the GameCube, but it was just a port of that N64 game. But I've been playing since then, and I've played every version of the game on every platform it's come out on. They didn't do one for the Wii U, so I don't have it there. I don't think they did. Um, but I've played all the DS iterations. i played the 3DS game. Oh, the only one I didn't is the house decorator one that was like a weird separate thing that wasn't The quite happy that. home designer. That one, yeah. And I also have hardly barely touched the phone thing that they do because I'm not into the free-to-play crap. Yeah, so. I played Pocket Camp as well uh, for a very little bit and then went, no. Yeah, <laughs> same reaction I had. Same exact reaction. It's like this is not this is not what I want out of Animal Crossing. But having played all of them, I'm I'm having the re- reverse experience. And them adding things like uh, the miles ticket stuff and making it so I kind of have quests to do all the time has been a huge boon to that game. The amount of items that there are that show up randomly and or that you can buy in your store or show up out of a box that you shot out of the air or you dug up out of the ground. Like all that weirdness is way more than it ever was before. Um, the detail in the game, the actual graphic fidelity of the game is great. So every little thing you get, it feels like a cool little thing. Like today, they had a computer for sale in mine that was 100,000 bells, but it was pink. And I'm like, I don't want a pink one. I want a black one or a beige one, but it looked like a 90s gaming computer. And I really wanted that. Anyway, I found a retro rocket and I can open it up and look inside and shut it and, you know. Just stupid little things like that are so detailed in this one that it's just great eye candy. So that's another thing I love about it. And the terraforming, I have the opposite opinion of. I don't think it makes the game. I think it adds so much to the game because in the past, you couldn't change anything about your environment, like nothing. So I think in 2020, in a world where Minecraft and other games have come along and said, hey, what if the world was terraformable? Like even Deep Rock Galactic, where we're blowing stuff up all the time and the world changes beneath our feet there's almost an expectation for that kind of world control 
And I think they've implemented a really fun, interesting way of doing that in this game. So I actually kind of totally disagree with this writer. Yeah. Except to yeah, say it I'm, wouldn't be interesting to play an old one, but I've played them all and this is my favorite one. So I don't know. I don't know what to tell I'm you. I'm going to disagree as well. I, I haven't played all of them. I played the original on the GameCube. Um, I played Wild World on the DS. Uh, I played New Leaf. Uh, it's probably the one I've played the most of. Um, either that or the original, and then now with New Horizons. So yeah. those are the ones I played. Yeah. And I think, I remember when I went from the original to Wild World, and I remember thinking, well, when I played the original, the only thing I cared about was getting the old arcade cabinets that let you play NES games inside Animal Crossing. I don't know if you guys remember that you could do that. I do. You could play like the, a balloon yeah, fight one, or something. Yeah. Yeah, one of the cool rare items you could get was a little console and you could play NES games in it. And they got rid of that. Yeah. Um, that was only in that original. And I remember thinking that was the main thing I did besides my like, take the fossils to the museum and then you can make some bells and all of that. Like besides that stuff, I just collected the original NES library that they put in there. And that was how am I going to care about this game after? And they found a way through opening up your other options. Um, and now with New Horizons, I will say that it's interesting that that dynamic has shifted because in New Leaf, I cared about making my house perfect. Yeah, And it was, oh, I want to have the best looking house. In this, uh, in this one, I don't care about my house that much. Every time I wind up, you know, the stock market goes really well. I'm like, I guess I can upgrade my house. But honestly, I don't care. I, I haven't done anything with my house. My house looks like crap. If anybody goes and visits it, I, a minimal amount of effort has been put into making that house look okay. Yeah. And because I don't care, because the thing I do care about is making my island look neat and doing interesting things with my island. So I feel like they've just moved that. And for me, that's been a better shift. I've been more interested in making the island look the way I want it to look uh, than I was making my home look the way I wanted it to look in New Leaf. Mm. That's interesting. I will say, however, I do miss the captain from New Leaf and his song because his song is so good. Yeah, you're you're obsessed with that song that he played. That's really good. Did we did we play it on the show before? I think we, I think did. we did. I think did we? we played a little okay, bit of it. I don't remember. Wait, hold on. What was his name, Captain? What was it? Uh, I think it's just like Captain with a K, K A P N. Captain Animal Crossing. Here he is. N New Leaf song. Yeah, let's see. I think I have it right here. Let's just give it a listen. Here, hold on. here we go. Oh, this someone took it with their phone camera. Oh, and he skipped it. This guy doesn't understand here, how the world works. I'll give you a good version. Okay. Pop it in there, will you? Put it in the chat. There you go. Okay. I put it in Discord. All right, I'm pit and play now. Here we go. just takes you all the way to your little island you're gonna get some moths and some fruit yeah you know what screw kk slider this guy's the man he's way better than kk slider and i went to all this effort to put on a stupid concert for kk slider i was like bring back the captain his song is way better yeah he should come back maybe they will i mean they, they've been updating this thing like crazy and they've been doing you know new content and 
tweaks and well, patches and you know who knows maybe he'll be and it's there. not just that his song is better yeah in that how it sounds but if you look at the lyrics of what he sings he sings like really emotional kind of kind of songs yeah um like the lyrics to them yeah they're yeah. really good. They're really, He's talking really about good. his life at sea and how much he loves his wife and how he doesn't see her enough. And uh, it's good. And then he gives he gives little comments in the middle. Here's a nice little cover of it. Hold on. Staying eyes about having a mischievous mind. <laughs> Is that in a different language? I don't I know. I didn't understand a thing they said. She's going to... <laughs> It's all coming out of her nose. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Here's here's the lyrics to one. I can't sing. I'm not going to sing it. But oh, one man. of the one of the lyrics to his song is, "I can't keep track of all me licenses, man. It seems the government can charge me all day long. First there's me ship, then me car, then me business license too. It's not fair. I don't care. I won't pay, and they'll tax this song." Wow. Look at the look at the civil unrest <laughs> in the boat. That's it's awesome. So good. That's awesome. That's one I found on a board. So if that's not an actual Captain song, it sounds like one. All right, it does sound like one. Well, all right, there you go. Uh, hopefully that uh, helped uh, address your question. Basically, we think you're wrong. All right, moving on. Uh, that's gonna do it for the show. Now, here's the deal. Uh, this oh. show. Oh, sorry, Bo. Yes, you gonna say something? Oh, we're okay. Oh, show's over. Okay. <laughs> What, did you have did you have something you wanted to add there at the end? What'd you have there? No, no, no. I just I've reached peak saturation when it comes to Animal Crossing. I was I was gone. You're zoned out. I get <laughs> I was, it. I, I was waiting it. for the on ramp back on. When people talk about Animal Crossing and they and their eyes glaze over, I mean, I don't blame them. I really don't. Because, I want you to talk about all that you want. I didn't mean to react badly. But even but. I, I get it though. Like unless unless <laughs> I'm, people I'm, are I'm in, unless people are into the game, if they're into it, they get it. If they don't, I feel bad that they have to even deal with it. So just imagine all the other people, all the bows in our audience today. They're just like, all right, enough with the Animal Crossing. We get it. They're saying to themselves. Why don't you talk about Battlegrounds and Hearthstone and all the new stuff in there? Yeah, no thanks. I don't want to talk about that. Uh, All right. Hey, uh, oh, by the way, that email came to us at uh, frogpants.com slash core. Uh, There's a little form there. You just use it, and boom, you you got your email right here in in our hand. So go use that all the time. It's got everything else as well. Frogpants.com slash core. Support us at patreon.com slash core show. And uh, thanks to everybody who already does. Really appreciate you guys. It is keeping the lights on around here in core town. You can also leave us voicemails at 801-471-0462. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find Bo and all his musings about Animal Crossing at Bo Schwartz. You can find John Mm -hmm. at John underscore Jagger, where he is probably 10 more hours into playing just one more turn in Civilization VI. And you can find me at Scott Johnson, where I'm probably buying and downloading that damn Epic Store game. Oh, you know what? They have a ten dollars coupon. I could. Um, that means I'll get a chair for match men. your Switch. What the who the whoa, 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 the who? Is your chair and your Switch match? No, it's uh the chair's green and the Switch is yellow. Oh, it looks yellow from this angle. I uh, thought uh, you had some real coordination going there. Oh, that is a good question. <laughs> it's a great question. <laughs> it looks intentional. Like it looks yellow and it looks intentional. As we always say, that's a good question. It's a good question, Bo. Well done. Uh, that's it for the show. If you want to watch us live, we're here on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Mountain Time at twitch.tv slash frogpants or frogpants.tv. Either one will get you there. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.